Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio. My name is Dan Wendell and today's topic is going to be about inflation. So are we going through inflation right now? Everyone seems to be talking about it. Even Warren Buffett weighed in. And the question is, are we going through it? What's happening? Did COVID cause inflation? Um, and if we are going through inflation, what is inflation? And if we are going through inflation, what are we going to do about it? What should you be doing about it? So to bring to help me talk about this, topic, I'm going to bring in my co-host here. Let's make sure he's there. There he is. <laughs> I'm here. There he is. I'm oh, here. Tony, we are going to talk about inflation today. Oh. I warned you about this. <laughs> I warned you we're going to be talking about inflation. Do you remember what I call inflation? We've done shows on inflation in the past. Do you remember my term for it? Um, I believe it was... Um... I don't know what it was. The silent you call the, killer. Oh, the do run run. <laughs> that's another way of saying, is that Lumanian for inflation to do run run? Uh, oh, yeah. the silent killer. Yes. The, the silent, silent killer. killer. You thought it was high blood pressure. I'm saying it's inflation. <laughs> I thought yes. when you, when you use the term silent killer, I thought that's after you had eaten at uh, a, that local Mexican uh, food truck you like to go to. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. I'll tell you, <laughs> you know, I was going to put, I, in the past, I used the picture of an actual killer with a knife for my back. Oh no. I switched, it. I switched it today. And if you look at the background, this isn't helpful to the podcast listeners, but for the people watching on YouTube, mm-hmm. you can see right here, what do I got? Let's see if, I, if you if you know what this is. By the way, I'm going to be testing you all day today. So it's just, a, cr- is a crane. That is a heron. A heron. Yeah, heron. It's the, I've heard it both ways. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> but you're, uh, yeah, okay, it's a heron. So You've got a bird behind you in yes. what looks like the Everglades. It's Florida. Florida. So. So it's all the same, right? I was I could put an alligator there too. Silent probably killer. your backyard. But Beautiful. It is. So this is the silent killer. Because he stands there. Have you ever watched this? I watched the, the herons just sit there and fish and hunt. They just stand there. They gun in, they flop, they come in, they stand, they walk in the water, and they wade there. And they're like, Well, you're not gonna catch a fish, the fish see you. But then they just sit there for hours and everyone knows they're there, but then they forget. You know, the fish forget sure. and it just, you know, you, you get used to it and it just creeps up on you and you without moving very silently, stealthily, boom, that that neck comes down, boom, kills the fish, silent killer. So this is my, my never friendly, seen that. my friendly silent killer is never the, just sat there and stared at him and watched him do that because you, um, you tend to watch the paint dry. I tend to well, watch nature. Well, some of us have what we call a life, but that's <laughs> I'm I'm kidding you. So, Dan! <laughs> yeah, Dan! so we're going to talk about <laughs> inflation today. So before ah. we get into whether or not we're in inflation and what you think about it, I will be quizzing you, by the way. I want to talk Uh-oh. about what is inflation. Hmm. And, you know, this is a boring topic for a lot of people. And I took uh, two years of economics in college. Um, I don't want to get into it, but I think it's important that people understand what we're talking about. Um, Well, I don't think it's boring at all. I mean, I see, I want to, you know, I see uh, lumber has gone up 300%. I go to the grocery store and just in the past few months, it's gone up 
exponentially. Mm -hmm. I see everything I I like to spend money on just skyrocketing. So uh, I think it's important and I find it fascinating. I need to find out why this is happening. Is it going to keep going? So um, I don't think it's boring. I mean, it's not boring to my paycheck and to my bank account, Dan. I'll tell you that. Well, uh, Yeah, you're right about that. But when it comes to statistics and economists, you know, right. But um, right, right. That's the way I look at it. So the CPI, (laughs) Consumer Price Index, is basically a basket of of goods and services that we check. And you compare it year over year and you see how much has the cost gone up. And that's inflation. Mm -hmm. In a nutshell, okay. right? All right. But most people look at it in just in terms of their the the value of their dollar, the the purchasing power of their dollar. So to help with to illustrate this in basic terms, I'm gonna I'm gonna hearken back to you in 1985. Oh, geez. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so where were you in 1985? In 1985, I was working at a radio station in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> As I a radio announcer, watching just wa- watching better. Back to the Future. There you go. Right. Yeah. Right. I think that came out in 85, right? Yeah. So a dollar in 1985 is roughly the equivalent of $2.46 today. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, two and a half times so, the. So your salary as a radio host or DJ in 1985 was probably three dollars an hour. So that <laughs> would be about. You'd still be below minimum wage. Minimum <laughs> wage, yeah. Did yep. I see that South Dakota? No, it was Montana. Is is stopping all unemployment? They want people to get back to work because they they have a shortage. But yeah. anyway, okay. So what I want to do, Tony, is there's this uh, article by AARP called "13 Things Cost." What 13 things cost in 1980s versus today? I want to play okay. a little quiz with you. Oh, there's 13. We're not going to get to them all. I'm going to pick the ones that I think you actually have some knowledge about and would care about. Okay. Okay. So back in 1985, think about Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Where are you? What are you doing? You want to go to the movies. How much do you think you paid for a movie to go in see a movie? 1985? I probably paid um, three fifty or four dollars, five dollars, three dollars and fifty five cents. Wow, wow, I was close. Good. I was Which, thinking three fifty. So if you just take normal the inflation rate that I just showed, roughly mm-hmm. that's equivalent to eight dollars and sixty five cents. Yeah, except so, it's gone up more than that. See, that's my right. problem right so, there. <laughs> so, so to go to the movies now, does it cost more than eight sixty five? Yes. So unless what, you go to a matinee. So the dollar, you know, purchasing power of inflation on on most items, maybe the consumer price index, the basket of goods and services mm-hmm. would say that a movie should cost 865 but it doesn't. Movies cost more now. Yes. So inflation for movies has gone up. Okay, let's talk about your favorite. LP. Okay. How much ah. was an LP in 1985? Wow. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that varies. I don't know. I remember CDs started to come out and they were expensive at first. I don't know. I'm going to say it was either $9 or I, I think maybe $9. $5.97. Six oh, okay. Bucks. Six yeah. bucks. I think some were more, but anyway, yeah. If you take inflation on an LP, it's $14.50 roughly. Normal inflation. Yeah. How much is an LP now? Uh, 22 or 20, between 22 and $29. And that is because they stopped, 
they shut down all the factories. Mm-hmm. So there's a limited, the supply and demand yes. uh, affected yes. it more. It's not yeah. just about general purchasing power. It's right. also about supply demand. Yeah. Cause they stopped making them for a while and only like one, there are only a couple of plants in the whole world that kept going. So. All right. A couple more uh, concert ticket. How much was a concert ticket in 1985? Mm, I'm going to say it depends on the show. Of but, course. Uh, but what would you, uh, I, I would say $10. $15 yeah. roughly. Oh, uh, I should have said 10 to 15 and, and if you fast forward, that would be worth 36 or $37 today, which <laughs> I don't think so, right? Yeah. No. I mean, if you want to see, it depends on who you're going to see, of course. I mean, you know, if you're going to go see your neighbor at the coffee shop, it might be free. And he's got a little, he's got his guitar case open and you got to throw a five spot in there. But if you're going to go see the Eagles or Roger Waters or, Mm -hmm. you know, one of your favorite bands, Mm -hmm. uh, the Eagle, the big names, like if you're going to go see Elton John or the Eagles do a show or something, uh, you're going to pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars, probably $200. So, well, one, actually, uh, one more. A uh, gallon of gas. Uh, $1985.12. Wow. Now, that guessed. would be the equivalent of $2.73, which, is, which almost, is what it is. Right? Almost spot on. Yeah. Right? So, yep. certain things in the basket. Unless you're in California, and then it's five. It's for over $4 a gallon. But, that's but things change. So, every, you know, it's unique. You know, the LPs, I brought that up. Um, concert tickets, right? So concerts are the way the the artists make money now they don't make money yeah. on pandora or nope spotify they make pennies nope. right? right so the only way to do that now um if you went to buy a computer in 1985 an ibm computer four thousand three hundred ninety five dollars <laughs> which is the equivalent of ten thousand seven hundred how much does a computer cost now you could probably get a good one for 500 bucks yep so each thing's a little different and i want television that out Television. Television. I have a television. Color TV. 20-inch color TV in 1985. What do you think it cost? 20-inch well, color TV. A 20-inch color TV. I don't know. Probably $500. $500. Exactly. On the on the nose. That's equivalent to $1,195 or $1,200 today. You could buy a 20-inch flat screen for $200. Oh, less, actually. Yeah, less, in, right? On sale. Yeah. So certain technology has changed and that changes pricing. So let's sure. talk about inflation today because it's a hot topic. Have you, have you seen, did you see um, Warren Buffett on, on his, yes. his uh, annual yep. thing? Yep. I saw it, you know, um, but before I get into, I want to show what his quote was, but are we experiencing inflation? What they do is they, they check the basket of goods and they say, how did it compare year over year? And in January, it was 1.4%, which is doable, which is what we we expect. Yeah. February, 1.7. And then in March, 2.6. Jumped. So now everyone's scared. By more everyone's than a percentage. It jumped. Yep. Right. So, but you're comparing it from for the over the year. So what happened in March of 2020? Absolutely right. nothing, as far as I know. I don't know. I haven't heard. I haven't heard. But apparently there's some sort of economic um, shutdown. Yeah, yeah, there was some sort of, I think, like a virus or something or yeah. disease. I don't even know. Anyway. Yeah. So Warren Buffett, here's what he said. One of your kids Quote. was playing with a bat in the back. <laughs> right. Got us all sick. Right. 
I do have bats in my backyard. All right. Warren Buffett. Here's what he's your belfry. That's where they are. We are seeing substantial inflation. We are raising prices. People are raising prices to us and it's being accepted. Yep. So when Warren Buffett says it must be true, right? I mean, everybody's talking about it. You just go on any, on the, any TV station, you go to any financial news website, there's going to be talk of inflation. Yeah, just look at the Wall Street Journal or go to CNBC or one of the financial news networks. Right. So inflation is here, but is it here to stay? And that's Mm. really the debate at this point. The debate is, is this going to last? Is this going to be um, the next um, hyperinflation? Are we going to be like Venezuela or, or Argentina or, or are we going to be like the roaring twenties? Oh, we're going to come back from a depression and then we're going to see hyperinflation or it's going to, what, what are we going to do? Right. What's right. going to happen? And, and there's two camps here. The economists are kind of split. Hmm. It also seems to be along political lines as well, but there's those that say, yeah, we're in trouble. We're printing money like it's yeah. going out of style. And the inflation is going to get out of hand. But then you have those in and and particularly those currently in the current administration that are saying it's temporary. It's transitory. That's Mm. that's the word transitory. Transitory. Okay. And what that means is um, it's not going to be long lasting. It's going to be a very short blip and then it's going to level out. Now, I tend to lean toward that. I tend to lean that way. And and here's here's why. The quote from let me put that back up. The line here that Buffett says people are raising prices to us and it's being accepted. I think that's the biggie. People are accepting these price increases. You mentioned lumber prices are out of whack, yet people are still doing renovations in their house and building houses like crazy, right? Right. Um Yep. Prices have gone up for vehicles, but you, it's crazy to buy a new car right now. The demand is so high yep. that even used cars are overpriced. Yep. You could sell used cars. A, price of used cars have gone way up because of demand, right? So, yep. <clears throat> so a lot of people say, oh, and it, it, it's inflation of the commodities. You know, the commodity, the lumber has gone up. Um, Steel, steel's gone up. It's it's up 50% in, in a year. What's going on? And that's what's causing these car prices to go up. And I say bunk. Here's why. How much steel is in a vehicle right now? Not Do they much. even make cars out of steel anymore? Is it aluminum? <laughs> <laughs> but Well, supposedly the frames are steel. And right, they are. But, but, but there's still not a lot in the cars today. Right. I was looking at um, an article about car pricing and the steel. And I think roughly $2,000 worth of steel is in a new car. How much is a new car, Tony? It, yeah. 40, <laughs> a new car. 50, it, it ranges anywhere from uh, 24 to 60, 70,000 for the average vehicles. Right. So are you telling me that if the steel price doubles and now it's $4,000 worth of steel in a car, that the price uh, that justifies a $10,000 price increase in the car? No. That's not what's causing this problem. No. The computer chips are causing the problem. Lack of computer chips. 
the technology going into the car. You buy a new car today, there's more computer power than there was on the space station when it was built. You know? Yeah, did you see the special? I think it was 60 Minutes or CBS News. Um, they had a whole special on the lack of chips, um, no, processor chips. Intel is behind, and all the chip makers over in uh, Taiwan are behind. And so they showed rows and rows of GM cars that are just sitting there. They're completely built but they can't move or sell them because they don't have chips for them. Right. They like, it's unbelievable. I mean, literally thousands and thousands of new vehicles are just sitting there. They can't be shipped out because they don't have the computer chips that run them. And it's all about processing chips. And that's right. why the price of laptops are going to go up. And it, you know, the, the processing plants shut down the um, you know, it, like chlorine, is huge price right now spike why yep. because there's a shortage or there's a higher demand people are yep. you know there's a increase in lumber prices because why is it there's less trees or is it because lumber is more expensive or is it because the demand is so high that people can raise the price of these lumber you know so the commodities come and go right and right. the question is is it sustained or are we going to have an increase followed by a drop you know Everyone's moving to Florida because it's the place to be. I don't blame them. But once that surge is over, are we going to see the housing market dip or go back to normal? And that's kind of what the debate is. I think all this stemmed from the pandemic and the stimulus that you put six trillion dollars worth of stimulus into the economy. And what that does is create demand for goods. And at the same time that you're putting six trillion dollars into the economy, Dan, what happened at the same time? You told everybody started working from home. So what people are doing is they're spending all their time at home. And looking around their house, they experience, they have to just live with the weather. They don't have the distraction of driving to work, driving back, spending time at the office. So they're focused on their home. So they're buying new homes. They're moving. Uh, They're like, I want to get out of this climate. I want to, if I'm going to have to, if I can work from anywhere, why not work from a warm climate? Let's go to Florida. If I can, if I'm going to be at home, I want a nice home. I'm going to build a house or buy a house. And then we've got the stimulus. I'm going to go out and buy a car. So, uh, and we're going to put in pools. My neighbor put in a pool during uh, the the shutdown and he went to Menards to buy chlorine for his pool. They had a pallet that came in in the morning. And by the time he got there, there was one left and the price was triple of what it was last year. And they sold out in one day, a pallet of chlorine at the local hardware or Menards store. So, yeah. and, and Buffett says they're raising the prices and we're accepting them. People are accepting them. You also had on top of that, you have forbearance on home mortgage. And so people have this money and, 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 and they're, they're spending it. They're spending it. So the demand is high. Um, The question is, will it be sustained? No one truly knows, but I don't think it's going to be a blip. I agree with you. It's important to note because a sustained inflation is really, really difficult for retirees or people on fixed income. Yes. Because they're not increasing their income. Okay. I just put a new pool in, but I'm going to work for another 10 years. I'm going to, my, my salary is going to go up. And if we have inflation, I'll demand more from my employer. If you're going to make me put these computer chips into the cars, then I'm going to demand more from my employer. And the employer is going to say, well, these chips are expensive because the labor, the people putting into it. So I think that there's this demand sparked by, like you said, everything you just outlined. Take college, for instance. 
Are the buildings more expensive at Harvard? Those things have been paid decades ago. <laughs> um, they have an endowment that makes me blush. I mean, it's ridiculous how much money they have, but why is the cost going up? The demand. People are willing yep. to pay, not to yep. mention that the government's funding a lot of loans and why not? Free money. Free money means more spending, means more inflation. Yep. Right. So what do we do? All right. Let's let's or let's not get into debating anymore whether or not it's going to be sustained. We don't know for sure. But if it is, what do you do? How do that's you- inflation for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just you're pretty good. Well, you know what we're you know what we're talking about today, Dan? They talk about the US inflation. <laughs> oh, what is the Ramones? <laughs> no, that's Wall of Voodoo oh. from Mexican Radio. We're talking about the US inflation. They talk about the US inflation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, from well, the, we did the show. We did the show on retiring to Mexico. If they're having less inflation, maybe we go there. Um, sure. So, what do we do? What do we do? The typical stuff, Tony. What's the typical um, response to inflation? Is Cut spending. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you you can raise interest rates. The federal government can raise interest. Well, sure. Rates, yeah. Right? Yeah. But the typical. A response for investment advisors for financial planners is to buy stocks, buy value stocks, buy commodities. Mm. Hey, let's buy copper. Everything, yeah. you know, everything, copper is huge right now. Everything's yep. going right. New homes, you need copper. Yep. You know, when people are stealing copper from uh, AC units, that's when you know it's worth something, right? So, right. That's crazy. So the question becomes, is that what you do? And that's the typical response. And and it works, right? But everyone's doing that because you're trying to stay ahead of it. There could be a bubble, right? There could be this, right. well, what happens when the demand stops and then the commodities fall down? Yeah. So this pendulum might swing too much. The pendulum might go too much when all this trade, they, they call it like a safety trade. All these advisors are sending their money there. And we're talking the big banks the big money. We're talking billions of dollars moving into commodities, moving into value stocks. Um, Mm. So that's typically what people do. But here's another thought, Tony. I'll ask it this. I'll say it this way. If I said to you, Tony, I will give you $5 million. I will loan you $5 million today at 1% interest. Would you take $5 million at 1% interest? No. Why not? Uh, because uh, the 1% interest is still a lot of money and I'd still have to pay back the <laughs> $5 million. You could use the money to pay back yourself. Here's, here's my thought. If you offered me that, I would take it in a heartbeat. I would, because what you could do with. You could you, invest it. I can invest You'd make it. more than 1% yes. and then you'd be ahead is what you're saying. Right. Right. Okay. But you know why See, you that's why no? that's why you're the financial advisor and I'm a radio show co-host. But you know yourself, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Think of this. I do know myself instinctively. Yeah. Because you got you know this bird sitting here waiting. Can't, you're a little can't fish, handle money. Can't right? handle money. Right? Yeah. And you're like, I know there's some sort of you know, blue heron sitting around. I don't yeah. know where. 
I have a feeling if I take I'd that, open my if I had five million right now, I'd open my own record store. See, there it and is. And that would be a bad investment. But or I would be would happy it? for a little while. <laughs> or would it? See, here's the thought, Tony. Yeah, that's rather true. than buy commodities, what if you started taking loans? What if you refinanced your house? And this is what's happening, right? Right, right. I'm paying, I have a million dollar home and I'm paying 5%. I'm going to refinance it. Now, I bought the home for 400000 It's worth a million now. No, you know, what happened there, right? And so inflation, I'm going to take a loan against it sure. at 2% or 25 or 3%. And I'm going to take that money and I'm going to invest it. Because I'll tell you what, even if I, I don't, even if I put it under the pillow, a million dollar loan, 10 years from now in hyperinflation world, a million dollars is not going to be anything. It's going to be a loaf of bread. So right. why not get the value out of it now? So mm. people are seeing That's this a good point. and they're taking the money. And, mm. and now if you take it and spend it mindlessly on records, that's one thing. Right. <laughs> right. But if you buy a record store or real estate, something that's that an investment. appreciate in value. If you buy sure. growth stocks or something, or, uh, or you invest it, you can invest it and buy a fixed CD making 1.5 and then you, mm-hmm. you arbitrage half a percent. Boom. Yeah. You win. But, that would only work for me if I never touch the money. If, uh, if I say you give me a $5 million loan, but I never get a check or it never hits my account, you give it to the third party manager. And then I have you manage that and invest it for me. Mm-hmm. Then, then we're then we're in business, right? But if it hits my account, Dan, <laughs> yeah. If you spend it today on throwaway, food, that's a lot of pizza, or, Dan. I mean, right? Pizza, pizza, right? Like that's gone. You have records. nothing to show for it. But if you put it into an investment that keeps up with inflation, whether it's commodities, stocks, real estate, REITs, mm-hmm. something that over time will increase in value to combat inflation. And you have it at such a low interest rate. I feel the two and a half percent mortgage rate 10 years from now is going to be a really powerful tool. You're going to be like, wow, I wish I can get a two and a half percent mortgage. Right. Yeah, I agree. Right. So we're looking at higher interest rates, I'm sure, especially with inflation breathing. That's how you combat inflation. So so Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary and the the government, the Fed is going to be looking at how do we prevent hyperinflation? How do we keep rates low? And they're saying it's going to be a blip and they might be right. They probably have some truth to that. We know it. We've talked about it. But what if what if it's what if they're wrong and what if we have mm-hmm. inflation yeah. and this is what is the chatter this is what people are worried about and so what they're doing is they're buying commodities they're investing for the long term and then you'll see the stock market go up when everyone's saying it's supposed to go down when when's it going to correct well if we have inflation the stock market will continue yeah. so and then are- janet will be yelling about <laughs> Janet will be yelling about uh, higher higher the little interest rates. On the, the little drum button. Yeah, let me just click <laughs> that. Yeah. The crickets. Uh, uh, I should add the cricket sound line. So for that. so there. You know you don't want to be on a fixed income in inflation. No. So the, the retirees are the ones that are going to have the biggest pain. Here. Yeah, they're going to be the ones that feel it the worst. Yeah, the but, the lower the lower class in the U.S. and the retirees always get hit the hardest right because they're going to be taking that money that stimulus and then buying the necessities inflation hurts them right but yep. the people that don't need the, re- the stimulus check 
retirees, like I said, that, you know, and they invest it, they pay off higher interest rate debt. They're going to benefit from it if they invest it now. Right. If you sit on it, if you put it on the pillow, it'll get eaten. Your purchasing power will get eaten. So you have, you can't sit on it. So that's, that's the deal. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something to consider. Will it be, inflation's always going to be there. It's always going to be there. Like the great blue heron, it's just going to sit there and wait. (laughs) It's going to be there and the fish are going to forget and it's going to eat them. So you have to factor in inflation. You have to be aware of it. You have to plan for it. Will this be a short-term blip in 2021 and go back to normal levels? I don't know. If it starts to creep up, you're going to see the Fed do something. You're going to see monetary policy try and prevent inflation. You know, they have basically two main jobs. Keep unemployment high, keep inflation low. That's it. So they're going to they're going to respond. They're going to do something and it might be in the form of rising interest rates. Whatever the case is, whatever direction we go in, you need to be aware of it. You need to plan for it. You need to start investing or positioning your assets to deal with it. That's the bottom line. Yeah, it's a great point. And it's so important to look at it right now because inflation is happening. And so we got and, you know, that affects other things like you say, taxes and it affects interest. It could affect affect interest rates. I mean, yeah, and they're all connected. Right. So your money is you got you can have a great plan but if you don't factor in inflation and that's one of the videos i put the seven keys to creating retirement income mm-hmm. factoring in inflation having an increasing income is one of those keys yeah and so you just don't want to forget about it it's a silent killer some for financial purposes right up there with uh high blood pressure you know the two of them silent killers you got to be aware of them and the blue heron and the blue heron the great blue heron and That's Dan, be- after he's eaten a lot of Mexican food. <laughs> on that note, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave us on that. If you're concerned about inflation, you want to talk about it, give me a call. Tony, thanks for a good show. Thanks yeah. for your dry, terrible jokes. And we'll see you next time. All matters discussed in today's show are for informational purposes only. This show is not an investment advice. Dan Whittle, nor Dolphin Financial Group are affiliated or endorsed by any government agency. Investment advisory services are offered through Dolphin Wealth Management, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Florida. Insurance products and services are offered through Dolphin Insurance, Inc. Dolphin Wealth Management, Inc. and Dolphin Insurance, Inc. are affiliated companies doing businesses as Dolphin Financial Group. You should talk to someone at Dolphin Financial Group before implementing any of these strategies or ideas. 